0: Welcome to episode 94. This is Paula Jenkins, the host of Jumpstart Your Joy. This week, I'm doing a solo cast about finding your voice. It's one of those things that I'm super passionate about. Today, I'm sharing six things to consider in finding your voice and following your passion. I hope that you guys all had a great 4th of July. My family and I went to Santa Barbara for a week, and that is where I went to college. It's always amazing to visit that place. It's a place where I learned so much and grew so much, and we found an amazing little studio on VRBO, which is, of course, vacation rental by owner, and we went to the beach nearly every day, and we're so lucky that we got to see my aunt and my cousin and his family and two of my college roommates and their families. All but one of these groups live in Santa Barbara. My friend Erica and her husband live there. And it was just this super happy happenstance that everyone happened to be in the town at the same time. So I really feel so lucky that we got to see all those people. We also managed to find a place to keep our dog, our brand new Chiweenie puppy. <laughs> His name is Chewy, and he went to Santa Barbara with us and we were able to pick him up a couple of times for trips to the beach, which was just so magical. If you wanna check out some of the photos from that trip uh, from last week, you can find them on Instagram, where I am at jumpstartyourjoy. (laughs) Be sure and say hello, I would love to follow you back. I want to wish you all a very warm welcome and happy summer. It is definitely hot here in Northern California. I'm so glad you're here. For the podcast this week. If you are new to the podcast, I am Paula and I have been on this show since September of 2015. Jumpstart Your Joy started just as I finished life coach training and I wanted to find a way to share the stories of people who have followed joy in their lives or who have found their way out of difficult times just by waking up and choosing joy. It has been such a treat to share these stories and insights with you now for nearly two years. Oh my goodness. I also cannot believe we're rounding the corner on a hundred episodes. If you want to find out more about the show or see all of those past archives, you can visit the website at jumpstartyourjoy.com. I also publish show notes for each episode that include links and links to some of the things that I talk about. And it's at jumpstartyourjoy.com episode 94. If you like what you hear, Jumpstart Your Joy is, of course, on all the podcasting listening spots. (laughs) So that would be iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, Player FM. And if you just search for Jumpstart Your Joy, uh, the show name... You can hit subscribe and then you'll get each episode downloaded to your mobile device as it goes live uh, late on Monday evenings as this is a Tuesday show. If you're new to listening to podcasts and want a step-by-step guide on how to subscribe to a show, I've also published that on the website under the podcast tab. And welcome. It is my mission to bring as many people to podcasting as possible because it's brought so much happiness to my own life. And in doing that, I've compiled many of the answers to basic questions that I've gotten over the years in my very free Podcasting Fundamentals class, and that includes a cheat sheet that shares my suggestions for microphones, editing software, and where to find intro music and more. You can get this by visiting the website and clicking on the Start a Podcast button on the right-hand side of the page just below my photo. (laughs) So let's get to the heart of the show. This month, uh, July, every month has a different theme or topic uh, that inspires the shows. And this month is all about finding your voice. And so let's dive in and look at six ways that you can find your voice. Uh, Number one, it might be easier than you think. Or, very simply put, let it be easy. Uh, One of my repeat guest is Christy Tending and uh, she's at christytending.com and she said this let it be easy on one of our interviews and I just love this notion that things can be easier than we think and that we tend to have this idea that we need to make the things more complicated than they need to be and then in the process I know I at least end up talking myself out of the original dream or idea that I had. So what started out pretty simple can get transformed into something more complex. And then I know, at least for me, it's something that I don't really want to do anymore. I know a while ago I wrote a blog post, and I think this is a great example of, (laughs) it's a little bit silly, but making simple sachets for uh, our dryer or for, you know, to put into the drawers of your dresser. I had this really simple idea of drying rose petals and keeping them in little bags because when we bought our house it had 13 rose bushes (laughs) in our front courtyard and my goodness we had a lot of rose petals. But before I knew it I was thinking that I needed to create an Etsy shop, find a way to monetize this little project, I needed to find and source linen bags and put a cute name on them and be able to ramp up to sell hundreds of these things a month. And this was all before I had even started. So something that had started out so simple had then become this very complicated and frankly convoluted idea, which didn't have anything to do with the original thought of, I just (laughs) wanted to put something that smelled nice in with my clothes. So you may have a version of this same kind of thing, the sachet, something that started really small and simple and that you wanted to do maybe just for yourself. And in keeping with that idea of letting it be easy and finding your voice, how can you simplify this thing, your message, to be the easiest version possible? So if you're thinking, you know what, I love to write, well, if it's a blog, go set it up now. Maybe if you want to write for the Huffington Post, go apply. It's simpler than you think. (laughs) Resist having that idea that you have to have X, Y, or Z set up to get started, How can you just let it be easy? The second item is you probably know more about the message and your voice than you are actually giving yourself credit for. So closely tied to this easy thing is the simple fact that you do know more about the message and your voice and purpose than you're probably giving yourself credit for. In my own life, I led retreats for 11 years, but I still felt like I needed some sort of title to be a retreat leader, even though I already had the title. I have always been really good with people and soft skills as a project manager, which is my my day job, but I felt like I needed more background in that somehow to be a consultant. And neither of those things is true, feeling like I needed a different title or I needed more background. Neither of those is true, and all of my experiences and experience added up was a lot more than many people leading retreats or consulting already had. It was just a matter of me having the confidence to know that I could do this on my own. So it wasn't that I needed more experience, but maybe that I needed to boost my confidence. Although the thing that would come up is that I would say I didn't know enough to do this thing. And I imagine this comes up for you and other people as well. So if you're looking at your own life and how this applies to your voice, what skills do you already have or that you've used that could support your voice and purpose? I would suggest that you list them out when you're able to. If you're driving, don't do it now. But get out a piece of paper. What are some of these skills that would support this voice or your message or this purpose that you believe that you have? Sometimes it's helpful to have them on a piece of paper. You can make up your own resume or a CV that you could post somewhere. And it can act as a reminder of the fact that you already have the skills you need to share your message and or that you know enough about your message to start working on it. And number three, start with whatever feels like the obvious thing. Figuring out where to start is often one of the really hard things, either because we've made the thing bigger, kind of like in the sachet example. We've made it this big thing that somehow is too hard to even get started on. Or we just think that we need to come out with a bang when we launch something or do something, that it's got to be a magnificent start or a grand entrance when we start sharing our voice. But in reality, of course, everything starts with a first step, what seems most obvious to you about how you could share your message. You know, Are you more likely to write out your communications? Or do you like to speak your ideas out loud and share them with other people? Then I would call that, You are you an external processor? Do you like to bounce things off other people? Or maybe you think in a more visual way through something like a photograph or a painting. What are you initially drawn to when you think about sharing your voice and your message? And those are all very different ways of sharing, but very much a way of sharing a voice. Uh, Because of course, when I say voice, it doesn't have to be a literal speaking voice. The interesting thing here is that you don't know... You don't have to know the final outcome to make that first step. A lot of creative people and, and creative entrepreneurs start in one area and then change up what they are doing. In my own life, I took improv, so improvisational comedy, a while ago because I loved it and I was drawn to it. Improv has a lot in common with coaching and podcasting. I didn't know it at the time, but I know that now, that there are definitely a lot of similarities amongst improv and coaching and podcasting. You know, really having the confidence, which I mentioned before, perhaps I didn't have it when I was looking at either becoming a consultant or becoming a retreat leader, but there's a lot of that involved in improv, as with going with one's gut and speaking what is on your heart and saying the thing that is obvious. For this one, number three, I would say just start with whatever feels obvious or interesting to you. And that's a great place to put that first effort and you're not if you're not yet sure where to go. For number four, if you feel lost or not sure where to start, go back to what you know. Okay, so I'm going to nerd out a little bit here. In the musical kinky boots, <laughs> which is really one of my favorites. Of course, the music is all by Cyndi Lauper, and it is really a wonderful show if you have not gotten to see it yet. I really loved Kinky Boots. So one of the main characters is trying to save his family's business and asks a friend for help to save the shoe factory, which is what the family business is. Charlie and his friend sing about the past and how they have They've got to take what they've got and make a change. And Charlie's singing along full of certainty and then wavers at the end at the idea of saving his shoe factory. And his voice, you know, so appropriate for this episode too, his voice literally shakes when he should have hit this very strong, emphatic note. And here's the lines of what he's saying. Everybody's telling me what I need to be. Change with the times move to London town, or live out the legacy. Well, maybe this time I take a chance, leap into the vast expanse. Maybe this time I seize my destiny. My destiny. And that's where he wavers, and that note ends in a kind of this wimpy, like he's not really sure what his destiny is, and he doesn't really know even where to start. And this is when his friend, that's a very minor character, says point blank and challenges Charlie a little bit. When you're on the wrong road, turn back. And so, as you can tell, I'm a little bit obsessed with Kinky Boots and the story and the plot and everything. Charlie does turn back after making some decisions that would have taken him to, as he calls it, London town. But he ends up returning to what he knows and what he, know, what he has known since he was a child, which is making shoes. It's in that very simple thing, in something that, we assume that he is liked since he was little, that he finds his own voice and purpose. Of course, he ends up putting his own twist on making these shoes, um, hence the name Kinky Boots. <laughs> but the starting point is undeniable. He really returns to something that he's loved as a child. And so this is also why I ask guests when they come on what they've loved as a child and what their earliest sparks of joy were, And you probably know this about yourself as well. If you think back, what brought you joy? What did you know so well that you could do it again now, almost in your sleep? And if you are on a certain path, do you need to rewrite the plot like Charlie did? Do you need to turn back and go back to something that seems so familiar and heart-centered and true to you, authentic to you, that it would get you on a different path? And kind of think about what would that look like? How could you go back to that thing? And would it take you closer to your voice? Number five is passion over perfection. Last month, I saw Danielle Laporte in San Francisco, and she was doing a talk at Grace Cathedral for her latest book, which is White Hot Truth. And it really is an awesome book. As part of the speaking engagement, she left what she calls a truth bomb on each chair, Um, on each seat where there would be someone, and I got one that says, passion over perfection. And in so many ways, that is just what I needed to hear. And I think it's so important when you are trying to find your voice for you to consider it as well. It's so easy for each of us to get caught up in the perfectionist game. It's easy to give in to comparisons or shoulds and let the perfectionist side keep us from sharing what we've already created. I've seen so many students hold off on releasing their podcast because they were worried about it being perfect. They would want the perfect music, the perfect sound, and getting each edit, each interview edit perfect. I can tell you right now, I'm recording this, you know, sitting on my bedroom floor with basically a sweater over my head speaking into a microphone that is connected to my nightstand. There's not a lot that's perfect about this moment, but there's a lot of passion in it. You know, I write these things each week or I do these interviews each week and I bring them to you from my heart because in the end, it's passion that wins out. You and I both react to another person when we can feel that their heart is wrapped up in what they are speaking about. Yes, it takes some knowledge. You know, you have to know how to do the edits. You have to know how to get your files up on the server and all of that. It does take some know-how, but it really takes passion to get going, to keep going, and to give life to your voice, whether that be in podcasting or it be in something else that you really that you know you need to explore, but you're not sure how to, how to start, and passion really is the way to go. So what are you passionate about? What calls you? What can't you let go of? What has such a strong draw that you can't help but say yes to it? Follow that thing. Speak about that thing. Live that thing. That is your message. That is your purpose. And that is your voice. And number six, this is our last one for today. It's your own podcast and you can do whatever you want with it. Of course, I say podcast here, but I say that because this is my first rule of podcasting. We go over it the first week of class and I do this because it's one of the ways To overcome perfectionism, and that is by giving yourself permission to do something your way. Finding your voice and sharing your message is exactly the same thing. So if we swap out the podcast word, it's your own message and you can do whatever you want with it. You are the only one here on this planet who can share your vision, your voice, and your passion and your purpose the way that you can. There is literally no one else here who can do it the way that you can do it. So instead of getting worried about doing something the right way, or the way someone else does it, or getting caught up in the way you should do something, stop and ask yourself, how do I want to do this? What feels right to me? How do I want to feel when this goes out into the world? Because let's be honest, I didn't start out thinking that I would mix improv, retreat leading, life coaching, and what I learned in religious studies into a podcast about joy. I mean, I just didn't. But it took everything that I loved about all of those things. And in loving all those things and being passionate about sharing the little nuggets of each thing that that I adore about them, I made something new. And that is what your voice is looking for you to do as well. That is what your message wants you to cling on to and bring to life. So create that thing, whatever it is, and do it your way. It's okay that no one else is doing it quite that way yet. That's the gift and the magic that you're going to put into it. And it's the reason people will be interested in following you and listening to you and hearing you. So let's go over those six again. Number one, it might be easier than you think. So let it be easy. Number two, you probably know more about the message and your voice than you are giving yourself credit for. Number three, start with whatever feels like the obvious thing or the interesting thing. Number four, if you feel lost or not sure about where to start, go back to what you know. Number five, passion over perfection. And number six, it's your own darn podcast and you can do whatever you want with it. Or it's your own message and you can do whatever you want with it. Now, if you want to find out more about the links and information I've referenced in this episode, you can find the show notes at jumpstartyourjoy.com episode 94. Um, and while you are there, if this podcasting thing has captured you the way that it has definitely captured me, you can sign up for the podcasting fundamentals class over at the website as well. It will be in the show notes. Next week on the show, I am super excited to have Sarah Shuttle on with me. She is the heart and soul behind the website Verity Road, and she's a brand stylist from England. She shares about her journey in finding her voice, how to get past perfectionism, and getting past external expectations. Sarah's lens is to see the crossroads of how these things tie in with marketing and your personal life. And I just know you're going to love our conversation about all of it. I hope that you'll come back next week. And until then, I hope that your days are filled with so much joy.